Testing, testing. One, two, three, four. Well, Reba asked me on Friday night, she said, well, can we leave the tables here? And I said, yeah, just... So in the answering the question, I thought, okay, I'm going to use this opportunity to do small group. And I, you guys have been with me long enough. Pardon? Are you going to allow your participation? Your Brian, I will obey every law you have, okay? <laughs> um, many times when I've been pressed for time, I try to do my message, and it doesn't work. <laughs> so, um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do in the next 20 minutes, but let's try to not do the message, but do the message. First of all, I need one representative from every table. Um, and you need to have a mixed table. You guys did really well. Um, come up here, please. And... Uh, take one of these PowerPoint sheets. So you need four for every table. Yeah, so four for each table there, Junior. So while you're doing that practical thing, let me talk a little bit about, I want to talk this morning about our need for human government and our need for government rule that gets things right and this is always a season that is charged in our country why because it's an election year uh, there have been people who have talked to me about you know pastor dale you need to talk more about politics and you know, one of the things I love about being a Mennonite is I can say I don't want to talk about politics because I, I obey a kingdom that is beyond any human kingdom. But the reality is, is that we live in a government. Um, and just a couple stories with that. So I have up here, I showed this a few weeks ago. This is... Uh, a copy of a newspaper article from 1949. And what this talks about is my ancestry. Okay, keep your hand. I want to see your hands up like this, and then I'll talk. Okay. Um, my ancestry, which was my great, great, great grandfather, Fred. And uh, he came over from Germany with his family. And this, little, this article talks about the fact that they started a farm in 1848 with 80, uh, 80 acres, and then they had to sell some. And basically for the first 20 years of the farm, he didn't have any implements, didn't have a horse, so he had to do everything by hand. And so that story is here. It's ancestry. And honestly, in America, we have a similar ancestry, and that is that we have a bunch of people who said, we, we want to go to a place where we can be independent. And we don't have people rule us, and we don't have people push us around, and we can forge our own way. And that independent spirit is good, but that independent spirit will eventually run into a wall. Um, 
If any of you have ever followed the history of the United States in a gr the Great Depression, 1929, you'll find that the United States went into a Great Depression, but there was a place out west where they were, they thought that they were immune uh, because they were farming and they were farming wheat and they were tearing up the prairies and they were having wonderful crops. And in fact, in 1939, uh, what we now know as the Dust Bowl, that whole area was, they had their best wheat crop ever but they had no one to sell it to. And then all of a sudden, the, we the, the weather turned and it got dry. And those independent farmers that said, we don't want government to put their fingers in our lives, all of a sudden we're going, FDR, you got a great thing going here. Because FDR stepped in and said, we'll help as the government and help you. And many of those Republican families became Democrat families because they were helped. The truth is, is that government will always have its failures. It will always have, it will always fail us. And so I bring up that whole conversation today, and I actually wasn't going to talk about it like this, but since I can't really say what I wanted to say this morning, let's start the tone of remembering a political season that, guess what? You do not have the right politician to rule completely justly. I don't care who you support. You, ju you just don't. So remember that when you're having conversations that your, whoever you're, you want to support has its limitations. And he or she, one day there'll be a she, um, doesn't have all the answers and can bring Answers that seem redemptive. FDR brought answers that were helpful, saved many families. But today, you know, because we have Social Security, we have other problems. There just is no answer. There is just no answer. Janine. I think that you're going to cause a problem with the condenser mic, and I see Brian's hands down, so let's just, uh, yeah. Uh, many of you know that I work for state government, and I see this every day. One of the big things to go along with what Dale's saying is we can't legislate morality, and yeah. everybody wants the legislator to fix it, but it doesn't start with the legislator. Yeah. It starts with us standing for what we believe and then being sure to let your legislator know and hold them accountable. And um, I see that every day. Um, people will, I had someone, no kidding, call and say to me, I think that the state should be making sure that every dead tree is taken care of. Well, you know what was so funny about that? That, that was on a Monday and the Sunday, just before that, we had a dead tree cross our road. I had to move it to get to church. People, the government doesn't fix everything. <laughs> Thank you, Janine. <laughs> yeah, so my, my independent family of nature, my 
my great-great-great-grandfather who came over here and said, America is the place to, to bring my family because that way we can have, a, I can have a sustainable life for me and all of my progeny, all of my generations. And he put a farm there and he said, now I have a place where my, all my generations will be able to farm and support themselves. And that lasted for about 70 years. And then my grandfather said, I don't want to be on the farm. And stuff happens. Our answers are always futile in the big picture because they're human answers. Because they're human answers. Um, I, I've been watching a show. Sometimes I actually go to the Y to work out so I can watch TV because I don't have TV at home. And I've been watching a show called Homestead Rescue, and here are these people who have dramatically put a lot of energy into having a self-sustaining life, and they're at a place where they need others to come and help and rescue them. We need each other. We need each other. Now I say all of that um, because the conversation of the second coming can be heady. You know, so I, I brought some terms up a few weeks ago um, that had to do with Christ's rule. Scripture tells us that Christ is coming back to rule. And guess what? We have theologians and we want to debate about how he's going to rule and where he's going to rule and what that involves, and that's where we get these terms. Premillennial and postmillennial and amillennial. Because in Revelation, it tells us that he's coming to rule and in Revelation, it says, uses the number a thousand years. So we could get distracted by that. I don't want to get distracted by that. But I don't want to miss this. And you have it in your bulletin this morning. This is what Jesus says. Behold, I am coming quickly. And my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright and morning star. And then he says, yes, I am coming quickly. As Lori and Karen and Tim were bringing us into a place where we could process or, or receive the presence of the Lord or hear from God, that pastor that Lori was talking about this morning, um, that is available to us because we have a supernatural God who created us and desires a relationship with us and wants to speak into our lives. But guess what, guys? Even that is not enough. Let me say that again. Even that is not enough. Now, if in that place you do experience the presence of Christ, guess what? It is going to create in you a desire to have it on a whole different, more everlasting level. 
And so the Lord has said, I'm going to come again. I'm going to come again. Now, since I did a whole lot of talking, um, I don't know exactly how else to do this except for that. You know that we talked about three hinges, and I talked about the easiest hinge at first, the cross. This is from Zechariah 13 and 14. And then I talked about the Feast of Booze the last time we talked. Today we begin a conversation regarding Jerusalem and Jerusalem's people. So today I was going to cover Zechariah 14, 1 through 3, but I'd like to, be, instead of just trying to cover all of that, I would like you in your groups this morning um, to dialogue with each other and to converse regarding this question. So I want everybody to answer it and, and finish this statement. And the statement would be, we need government because. Okay, so this is what I don't want. I don't want somebody to just talk, 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 because they have the answer. I want, so I'll say, okay, go, and then I want 30 minutes of silence, 30 seconds of silence. <laughs> Thank you for paying attention. And then I want somebody to, to make Say the statement. I want government because, and just fill in the blank, and now that somebody else say something. Once everybody at the table has filled that, that in, then begin to have a conversation. And since the time is what time? Um, after your, I'll give you about five minutes, and that means it'll be eight minutes, and then I'll pull this thing to a movement to a worship. Okay? So go. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, thirty. Okay, so you guys have been doing really, really well. Has everybody answered the question? Okay. Um, I was going to give you a couple more minutes, but since I see so many heads nodding, let's do this. Would oh, I have a volunteer from every table and give me an answer that you gave? Okay, Holly? Oh, now wait a minute. I got a Brian Law behind me, and Brian's going to say... Pastor Dale, get the mic. Junior, would you uh, do the mic walking? Yeah, thank you. Uh, we came up with we need law because, first of all, without or government, because, first of all, if we didn't have government to make the laws and different things, we'd have chaos. Um, also, um, we said to 
benefit our relationships with other countries um, and just to work together as a people uh, to run a tax system so that we have money to repair our roads and different things like that. Good. Another table. We have Kathy at our table, so we have scripture. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, First Timothy <laughs> 2, 1. Therefore, I, I exhort first of all that the supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of all thanks be made for all men, for kings, and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. Um, the other, we had a few others. Um, military protection, um, <clears throat> because we can't self-govern. If we were left to our own devices, we would not do it well. Um, so I think that wraps up whatever anybody else. Um, there were two main things that we talked about. The first one, well, as you kind of covered a little bit, was protection. Um, the other thing, like I mentioned, and everybody kind of like nodded their head at, so I'm assuming it's a good point, <laughs> was I'm like, I'm busy. I have school, I have work, I don't really have time to think about it. So it's one of those things like, there are people who are handling things that I don't have time to focus on, that I don't have knowledge to focus on. Um, they got they got to cover, and even those people have overseers and all these people surrounding them. So it's one of the, so that's kind of how I see it. Iska has some more. I feel awkward. Okay, no, she's done. <laughs> okay. So many people make requests and expect things to be fixed, act as, acting like they're special or something, but they, the government sources through that and can find what the main requests that need to be helped and handled, and then so just... prioritizing? Sure. We said uh, to create uh, larger infrastructures to create order in society and uh, to have uh, leadership. And that's what we said. Oh, I see. Oh. Okay, so our table says order, organization, support, roles, um, and that is how God wants it, just like the Ten Commandments. I think we covered just about everything except Holger brought up uh, representation around the world for mm -hmm. trades and things like that. As a nation, we need representation and um, and local representation. Yeah. Okay, Small so voice. this table and then that table and then back with uh, Bishagos and Sarah, uh, Jose. You know, we pretty much had what you guys all had. I, I was thinking we do a lot of traveling. And it's a blessing that people obey traffic laws because we're still here, you know. <laughs> there would be problems if people didn't obey them. So that's important. So for order and then also for defense. Where's Kara? Where's 
We don't have anything new. We just said laws and infrastructure, which has been said by multiple tables. But that was our thoughts. Uh, I guess the only thing that we said was decision making as like, if you have a group of people, everybody's going to have a different opinion on what they want to do, even if they're similar. So having fewer people above that you can trust to actually make a decision and make a decision that benefits the whole because not every decision can benefit everyone at the same time. Okay. All great answers. Did you ever think about the fact that government actually is something that is a eternal set in place thing? When I started this series, I was moving with all of the prophetic words, especially what Paul had brought us in December. Here's a section of scripture that you know. For a, for a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, this is the true fatherland, right? Prince of peace. And there will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. That's Isaiah chapter 9. And this morning, as you guys were talking, it also made me think of uh, Micah 5.2, which I had a bookmark in, and now I'm going to have to find it without the book. Oh, here we go. But for you, and you know this, at Bethlehem, Ephrata, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. And his goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity, Therefore, he will give them up until the time when she who is in labor has borne a child. Then the remainder of his brethren will return to the sons of Israel, and he will arise and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will remain, because at that time he will be great to the ends of the earth, and he will be our peace. So the truth is, is that there is in us, there is in human, humanity, a need for government. And there is a need for us to have a Savior who will come and get government straight and get it right. For all those reasons that you came up with on a practical level, there is actually a spiritual, when you were speaking something practical, there's a spiritual level to it. Do you, do you follow that? Yeah. It's like, it's like Chicago, and then I'll hand this over to you guys. Um, we do have to do the offering, so maybe I'll do that before I hand it off to you. Um, 
When I was going to school in Chicago, I had a job for one year. It was with Brudno Art Supply, and I delivered art supplies around Chicago. And I did it illegally because I didn't realize when the address was 321 Michigan Avenue that there was a whole set of streets underground that all vans and trucks and... Uh, so there's a 321 Michigan which is where I go to deliver. I never got a ticket, but I, but it wasn't until like, it was like too late for me to fix what I was doing. Um, there's a 321 Michigan, but it's underground. <laughs> so when you're speaking of what you can see and what everybody else sees, God has something latent and real underneath that will be provided for us with the second coming of Jesus Christ.